Kelly Godis, good afternoon to you and, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And uh, the King of Maui, yeah, it's funny. But uh, yeah, no, it's been an interesting journey. And uh, certainly the Maui uh, is a, a dear place to us, of course. And uh, we eventually ended up in Gippsland. So uh, soft spot for both areas and, and um, uh, treasured memories, for sure. Now, Manny, when you have a look at your record, um, along with Pete, well, it speaks for itself. Like you've had Group One winners, Lavendi, Malaguera, of course, Mourinho, who won an Underwood Stakes, um, more than thirteen million dollars in prize money since two thousand and one. A host of Group Two, Group Three winners, and you've been able to do that out of out of Maui. That must make you pretty proud. Most definitely, Gareth. It's um, we sort of came across from sort of different sport, and we sort of. Uh, Dad had a little stable, little little sort of uh, pretty much an owner-trainer stable, really. Um, and he had a sort of passion for, for the, the trots back in his sort of Mallee days. And then when he moved up here, he, he sort of had a dabble in the greyhounds and eventually got to the Galloper. So he's, he uh, he had a little property there and kicked it all off. And then, yeah, surprisingly, Peter um, took over in 2001. And, and here we are today. We're, you know, we're obviously very proud and, and to do it. At a, at a regional venue like Maui, um, you know, it speaks a lot for the, the training facilities here and and obviously the business model that we've created is fantastic. And, Matty, uh, Gareth did call you the king of Maui. I think that's pretty pretty accurate with your record uh, coming out of there. In terms of Maui as a town, they've really embraced you and what is the community of Maui like in terms of racing and even just the wider sporting community at Maui? Yeah, I think uh, uh, it, it is uh, uh, really good, Maggie. It's, um, we've We've sort of... Uh, it's just funny how it all evolves. You don't really expect to get to certain areas and it, it took us a fair while to, to, to break through. We started very green. Um, we made a lot of mistakes early and never worked for anyone else. So uh, Peter's the head trainer and full full uh, credit to him because he's always asking questions and always ringing people and trying to you know, better himself and find out. And um, You know, the community here has really embraced racing the clubs in a really good position and I think as the success grew I think the following grew as well and it's like any country town people start to sort of gravitate to it and, and they become proud as we are and and, uh, and the wider region because we are part of a, a sort of Latrobe Valley, Latrobe City, Gippsland region and uh, the, the whole area right through is rich in uh, history with racing and it's just really nice to be part of it and um, you know we both had sort of football soccer careers and it sort of give us another outlet to move away from that, um, and 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 we do treat it like a sport. I suppose that's why we sort of are a little bit different <laughs> to compared to some other people when we do win. We just really enjoy the winning, and we feel it's like a big victory, and and, and maybe in, you know the big races, I suppose, a grand final win or, and things like that. So that's the sort of the response is because of our background in, in sport. It's just uh, we're there to win, and, and we love it when that happens. When the mighty Mourinho was winning race after race, it was like a soccer crowd that had just scored yeah. the winning goal, how great it was on some of those big race tracks. And every time the horse was discussed, the people of Maui were so proud to be associated with Mourinho, a lot of owners from that part of the world. Even to this day, you must still get a lot of people talking about, I backed the horse or I cheered the horse or I loved that horse for those very reasons. He was very popular and uh, early doors, he, he was, uh, obviously my role is to buy the horses and... You know, that's where I get my thrill to be able to go and do my work uh, and, and craft at the sales. He was a $36,000 yearling. 
at Sydney Classic. And, yeah, I mean, he took us on an amazing ride. Uh, he won a Tassie Derby early and he broke down. And that's where I think we started to evolve as a stable. Um, we really, really sort of upped the ante on our facilities and started to really learn a lot more about uh, training and different methods. And we just sort of tried to use the synergies of playing sport and looking after your own body, learning the, the physics of the horse and then looking after the horse as well. And he broke down badly, actually. And after when he came back as a four-year-old, he won well over a million dollars. And, you know, he, he ran in a Cox Plate. He, he won a Group 1, a Group 2. He won, you know, he won a sprint race uh, in the Australian Stakes. He, he, he was an old marvel. And, um, you know, certainly on his day, he, was, uh, he could match it with the best. Manny, what does it mean to have... Uh, like a, the Cup Day, and what does it mean for the people of Moi? And you've been the president, I think, of the Moi Footy Club for fifteen odd years. But um, there's something special for a local town to have their Country Cup meeting, and unfortunately, they they don't get to celebrate it today. They don't, Gareth. But you know, it's a resilient town, and um, I think to answer that fairly, uh, my late father Michael um, was a really proud proud guy. Uh, you know, even when I've been back to Birchip, uh, my dad was very uh, fondly remembered and he was a really community-minded person. Um, always, he was a giver. He always gave. You know, he loved local... I mean, he's, you know, there were his customers even down here in Moi, like Chicken Mick, as he's famously known. Like, he, he, <laughs> all the customers that come in the shop, he was very popular. He sponsored most of the sporting clubs, the schools, the, the local community. That's how it works. It's... Uh, you know, you've got to keep sharing it around and giving. Uh, it was quickly installed into to Pete and I, really. And, um, you know, you play your sport, you, you sort of, you live in a selfish bubble, I suppose. Um, and we sort of sometimes do that with racing as well. But we, we you really do have to reach out and country towns survive. I've always said, even at the footy club, I've always keep saying to people, you your town really revolves around your footy club and your netball club and your yeah. and your racing club. It's all part of the, the DNA and the heartbeat of, um, of local towns. And, you know, we're very lucky here. We've got a thriving racing club. It's, it's going very well. And uh, it wasn't you know, without its ups and downs, but it's, it's come through some really tough times. And uh, thankfully, it's, uh, it's turned into a, an amazing venue and complementary to the results that, that are coming out of the place. And... Uh, the Maui Cup Day is a massive day. Um, generally speaking, we we normally have a three-hour sale here in the morning, so all the businesses promote their businesses and have a you know big specials and okay. a lot of festivals and stalls throughout the whole town. And we're very lucky because our race course is right in the heart of the CBD. Uh, you know, you're you're virtually three or four hundred metres from the main street, so people can walk to and to and fro. And um, once those sales are finished and all the, the celebrations, everyone heads over. So, you know, going back four or five years, we used to get an average of, you know, eight to 10,000. It's a massive day. It's probably the biggest sporting social event in Latrobe City and, 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 and Gippsland, to be honest. And it just means so much to the local community. The traders make a lot of money uh, throughout that day and then the money flows onto the track and then racing gets promoted. It puts the town and the racing club... On, 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 you know, not only the national uh, base, but international sometimes, you know, so it's fantastic.
Yeah, and Manny, I love how you talk about the similarities between racing and sports. Sometimes we're probably a bit close and we don't see it that way. But And Chris Waller often talk, calls himself the trainer, you know, uh, the coach, sorry, not a trainer. But And your team at Moe, it must be proud for them. As you said, the Moe community are such proud racing people and it must, you know, give them a bit of satisfaction preparing your horses ready for their big cup day as well. Maggie, it's very true. And, you know, I think myself personally, I've sort of been at Caulfield with our Melbourne arm for a couple of years and that's how I see my fellow trainers. They are coaches. They're, they're managing horses, they're managing staff, they're managing people. Some of them are running big businesses. It's, um, you know, it's just, it's uh, they're asked to do a lot, um, you know, compared to a lot of other sports. So uh, I see it I see it unfolding that way into the future. Um, you know, there's partnerships now being formed on a regular basis and racing has evolved very, very fastly over the last sort of five to ten years, to be honest. And I think uh, it's something they need to embrace. I think the other sports do it a little bit better, but I think we are getting better at it ourselves. And, um, you know, the community, you've got to make them feel part of it, guys, because... Uh, you know, there is an expectation from the community about your club. It's, uh, you know, racing clubs are uh, not only clubs that are belonging to the members, but they actually belong to the community and, and they have massive expectation that you're going to deliver good outcomes for them. So, um, you know, I've got to say Shane Berry here at the moment is, is a fantastic CEO and he's really turned this club around and has a massive focus in those areas. And it's, 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 it's brilliant to see. And I see that from the football club because now we've created an amazing partnership and the synergies with both organisations um, are very, very tight. And we need them both to be successful so the town not only is proud of that, but, they, you know, the image of the town's better and, and the success just goes hand in hand. Manny, what's the latest with Lavendi? How close did you come to running him in the Caulfield Cup? Is he on a Melbourne Cup path or do we expect we'll see him in Perth? Yeah, look, he, he as you know, it's well documented, um, Clearly, that horse is a standout of our stable um, in, in our racing. And really, unfortunately, with the bone chip surgery post the derby and obviously had a fractured pelvis. So there's always sort of been a program with him. And this, this is D-Day program for him and, and the time for him. Um, he sort of ran well on the Maccabi Diva. JRA Cup was terrific. Uh, he's not quite there. Look, we threw him a little bit in the water last week, uh, purely because there was a bit of rain around and we thought that... The, the track was going to be affected. We're under no illusion. You know, Arcadia Queen and Russian Camelot are clearly the benchmark horses. Um, but we sort of wanted to give the horse a chance to tell us whether uh, he was at that sort of, you know, at that level or had the capabilities to to uh, to go forward uh, into a race like the Caulfield Cup. So we didn't quite feel that uh, whilst the race was a sit and sprint, it didn't quite suit him. We still felt that he was slightly disappointing. So... Uh, we're going to change direction and we'll head to the Mooney Valley Cup uh, Saturday week. And uh, I think that looks a really, really good option for him. And Perth? Uh, look, there is a nom in Perth because we feel uh, we sort of obviously needed to sort of nominate him there. Uh, it would be great to get, you know, as many Group 1 opportunities in the right grade for him. Uh, he's obviously a high stallion prospect. And there is a significant start in Perth looking at him at the moment. So, uh, that's a bit of a reasoning behind that nomination. Okay. Geez, you better put your application in, Manny. I think it's pretty hard <laughs> to get into Perth these days. Hey, uh, um, it's, a good, it's a good spot. I love Perth. It's a fantastic hey, place. Can you relive your Maui Cup victory for us? 
Uh, I certainly can. Uh, it's one one of those races. Uh, it was a bit of uh, a cut and dry. It was a bit of a bitter and, and, and high and low emotion because it was a transferred meeting, unfortunately. Um, uh, back in uh, where was it? I think it was two thousand and nine. Um, just a deluge of rain. Uh, never forget it, and it was just completely washed out. The horse was called Savquar. And I'd run Bossy the week before, and I said, look, this horse ran a terrific race. I think he ran at Caulfield. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he ran really, really well. And he was just an absolute swimmer, mudlark. And 48 hours out, I can I can remember, I said to Pete, I said, oh, mate, this is playing right out into our hands. <laughs> so I started. Uh, so just for the record, Pete doesn't gamble, but uh, I certainly make up for lots of <laughs> And uh, we, I started to proceed to ensure that uh, there was enough money in all the accounts to make sure that we could uh, hopefully uh, uh, have a wager. Um, and uh, when the day came and the meeting was called off, I think it might have even been the day before the morning, something along those lines, and I thought, oh, you're kidding. So uh, thankfully the Cranbourne Surf Club t- uh, stepped up and took the meeting on, of which they were also under the same threat. But thankfully the, the race went ahead and... Uh, as they say, the rest is history. Uh, Bossy gave it a 15 out of 10 ride, as he always does on those big days. And and the horse was a, a comprehensive uh, a winner. And it was a big thrill, personally, because I bought the horse as a yearling. And he ended up being a lovely, lovely horse. He won multiple races in town. But to win your hometown cup was uh, one of the highlights of, of, of not only my ownership career, but um, also our training business as well. Now, Manny, who's a boss? Is it Pete or is it you? Uncategorically. Yes. <laughs> Pete is the boss. <laughs> uh, no, look, I've, I've got to say I, I have a high respect for Pete. Um, uh, in terms of training, it, uh, absolutely categorically, he's he's the main man. Um, I, you know, all the emotion out of it. I, I look, I look back and sometimes think, wow, you know, have a look at this journey we've been on. Um, and you know, you see some stables or you go to certain areas, and you know, there's some people that win a race, and, and, and that's great, and that can happen. But I just think that the long sustained success and uh, you know, horses purchased from different stables that have you know, come and they've gone well, and 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 just the features and. You know, going to Dubai and having all these different experiences and winning races all over Australia. Um, certainly, uh, yeah, he, he's he's a credit, and and I'm very, very, yeah, very proud of him because he was actually a fantastic soccer player, and uh, I felt that he was uh, he missed out on his opportunity to showcase himself as a uh, soccer player of substance. And uh, when I sort of got playing and got going and, and done well I actually was one of my regrets because we played together for a fair while and, and then we sort of went on different paths and uh, when he hit the top in racing I was really 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 wrapped for him. Hey Manny we're talking about great country rivalries on the country cup circuit this afternoon we just saw Ian Hutchins train a winner there on Maui Cup days from sale is there any rivalries between the Gippsland trainers or is it um, you're pretty much um, together and represent the Gippsland area? Well, I think, Ian, one thing I will say, Ian has played a pivotal role in, 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 in our upkeeping in terms of training. I can still remember Peter ringing Ian a lot of times, asking yep. him for opinions. And that's how Peter was. He'd ring Barry Bennett or he'd ring, uh, you know, 
trainers down Melbourne or you know, even even to now, up until the last 12 months, we've been in touch with Chris Waller, how to handle certain matters and just different things. I mean, you never stop learning. Um, you know, in terms of rivalry, I think everyone's a rival every time, every day for us. Um, you know, we, we, we enter races with an, a high expectation that we want to win and compete. Uh, and I think the right word would be that we respect our fellow trainers highly and when you're talking about a person like Ian Hutchins and his history, uh, an absolutely fantastic trainer. Um, great to see him. Uh, I never knew that he won a race today, but uh, thrilled that he's still going. Uh, they live by the, the sword of, of, of what they do. And uh, through this region, you know, you can go back a long way with uh, Jimmy Morgan and uh, an array of people that have been. Barry Bennett, who now uh, is, is flowed on by Allison, the daughter training um, you know, we really respect the trainers no matter where. But in this region, we, we do try and hold it together because I think it's important that we do represent our region well. Um, once again, it's not something that's worked very well, but I see that the new CEO here at Moey has connected with Trelogan and Sale and Bairnsdale, Stony Creek. We need to work together. It's really critical. Um, you know, we don't do it well enough. I know I, I, sort of, I know I sort of harp sometimes on it, but I just see that we really need to be united better uh, because I think, uh, you know, I think uh, the word I'm using here is that I think there'll be less clubs into the future as we move forward. And and I think that it's really important that we try and save, uh, keep racing on the forefront of, of regional towns and country towns because it's really important. And Manny, like you said, the getting advice off other co- uh, trainers is so important. You see the Craig Bellamy's of the world, they get all the latest from overseas, but we can't let you go today without getting some um, knowledge on your runners on your local cup day. You've got Nudge Bar going around in race six. How do you think he's going to go? Are we punting, Manny? Are <laughs> we punting today? <laughs> well, here's a classic example. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we're, we're bannering this morning at Caulfield, so Mick Price and, and yeah. Mick Kent Jr., which... Mick Kent Jr. has just been to my cafe having a free feed, I might add. Okay. <laughs> with, uh, with Clinton McDonald. So uh, they've been in already and uh, scabbed the free feed off me, so they're already in front. But, um, look, I think Nudge Bar's a terrific chance. Uh, he's just taken a couple of runs to uh, come good. I thought his run last start at Flemington was fantastic. He, he was sorted out in front and stuck on well. And we feel that uh, today is a real suitable race, small field. He's a horse that can be on speed or just sit off. So uh, it does generally suit those sort of horses here at Moey. So I think uh, out of the price runner and ours, I think, um, yeah, I quite fancy him. I think he's going to be a huge chance and, and obviously Mix is a big danger. So uh, I think it might be a good Quinella and, and uh, maybe you can go for a bit of value on back mine. And, and Manny, Quinny wants to, I'll probably interrupt a Quinny here, but um, you know those whispers in the Caulfield hut? You've been there and done that. Um, what are you hearing? Well, we do solve a lot of problems of the world there, I've yeah. got to tell you. <laughs> Any winners that, like, that you overheard someone say, well, this this will be winning? Uh, we won't tell Gareth, anyone here. Gareth, I'm a very selfish punter. Yeah. <laughs> I, like to, I like to actually get my money on first and let the rest get away. No, look, there's a couple. I think there's a couple of smart two-year-olds coming up out of Caulfield. Uh there's a couple there, and I, uh, as it gets a bit closer, you might be able to unfold that. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's okay. keeping his cards close to his chest. No, 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 look, look, Mick Price, uh, fantastic effort last week. Uh, it's just so hard to win those good races, and and I sort of feel that since I've been, 
at Caulfield. I, I really enjoy it, and I sort of really do starve as an ex-footballer uh, for, for change room environment. And I and when I go to Caulfield every morning, I I really enjoy walking through the door. We have a lot of fun. Uh, at the same time, we're all pretty sharp and, and, and pretty heavy on our businesses, but uh, I really do, me personally, I've really enjoyed the experience learning off all the Caulfield trainers, your Graham Beggs, your John Sadler's, your Mick Price, Colin Little, your Salonitri's, uh, Clint McDonald, all the guys there. Um, it's been a terrific experience for me. It's obviously not going to last forever. With, you know, obviously, Caulfield will be closing in the future, um, but I'll take away a lot of memories, but I think uh, to answer your question, I think there's some nice juveniles about to be presented out of there, and I think uh, Mick Price obviously is, 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 is in a good vein of form, and uh, Diamond Effort for Clint McDonald's going terrictly well. Uh, Graham Begg, you know, non-conformist, was back on track the other day, which I thought was a good training effort. So, um, yeah, I think there's uh, some consistent results ready to come out of Caulfield for sure. Manny, you're an absolute character of the sport. I'd love to put a camera in that tower at <laughs> Caulfield because, I mean, it'd take a lot of editing to make it appropriate yeah. to air, but, geez, it'd be entertaining viewing. Well, well, I'll tell you what you should do one morning and, when, you know, when things open up, come in and, and, and spend a morning with us. You won't be disappointed. As I, I keep saying these are the sort of things that should happen more often. Um, we need to really get out there and sell our, our businesses and our sport. And uh, it is a it is a great hub to be in. And it is a, you know, it does get very robust in there. We've all got views, but uh, once nine o'clock comes, we all sort of leave and say, "Geez, that was good," or "That was oh, he's an idiot," or "He said that," or "He said that." And, and some things we just got to keep close to our chest. So. Um, yeah, no, it's a great, great place to be. I'll be there, mate. I might take RSN Central, and we might um, record it a little bit earlier. But I'm definitely going. What's the What's the name of your cafe, Moe? Because I'll be getting a free feed. Don't worry about that. Yeah, Michael's Goldman Chicken Mix. Uh, yep. All the trainers come here. It's a It's a bit of a It's a bit of a uh, normal thing now. The guys pop in for a bit of a free feed. So. Uh, you guys are most welcome. For sure. Good on you, mate. Hey, love the chat, Manny. Um, and good luck today. We're all on Nudge Bar, so um, God bless it. Take care, and thanks for having me. Thanks very much, Maggie, and also my mate, Quinny. Thanks very much. There we go. Manny Gallagher.